Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. Welcome back, Chooms. It has been another week. Well, I say another week, but it has been another week since we've done a a podcast, but it has been a week since the 1.5 update to Cyberpunk 2077. And I know a lot of you guys have been out there trying out the new update, checking out the changes, enjoying a lot of the things that should have been in the game from the beginning, but are finally able to be played and enjoyed in Cyberpunk 2077. So... Congratulations. I'm I'm so glad to see a lot of you guys enjoying it. A lot of conversation has been happening on Twitter and on the Robots Radio Discord. So that's that's a lot of fun to see. And being that another week has gone by, there has been a lot of discussion about the secrets and the, the Easter eggs, the other stuff that they told us we would find in the game. So this week, we're going to dig into some of those secrets that you guys can discover and maybe want to go look for. So if this is a little spoilery for you, you may want to skip some of these. But uh, I don't think this is too spoilery. This isn't like going to spoil the story. So if you're new to cyberpunk and you're you're going, oh, no, he's going to spoil some of the story. None of this is a story spoiler thing. This is stuff that now happens in the game or things that you can intentionally go do or look for in the game that weren't there before. So. In that, in that case, not really spoilers, just things to be aware of. So let's think of it like that. And I've compiled a list. I've gone through and I've pulled things from the community, from Reddit posts, from uh, just news posts all over the place. I've done a lot of research, things that I've noticed, things that people have said. And I've got a big old list here of all the fun stuff that you can look for when you're now playing the game. And I'm sure that this is not everything we're going to find more stuff but this is a good start so let's just dig into it and 
I've saved my favorite for last, so uh, I'm going to tease you. You're going to have to get through the entire episode, but my absolute favorite is at the end. But let's let's get into this a little bit. So uh, speaking of teasers, there are now cop chases in the game and uh, pause. Just pause right here. Cop chases. What? Cop chases? I thought they said that they weren't going to do cop chases, or at least that's not something that's in this patch. Well, let me let me back up a little bit. The cops don't chase you. This is one of those emergent things that can happen in the game where police can chase other people. Like you could be driving around or walking down the street and then all of a sudden the cops go zooming by chasing somebody else and you can actually follow them and check it out and maybe they crash or something and it turns into a shootout. This is an event that can happen randomly in the game, which is pretty freaking cool. Again, it's I say again, but like again, as in continuing the conversation from last time, and subsequent other shows these are these the kinds of things that make the world feel more real this is awesome this is great maybe this is a hint that eventually we're gonna get actual cop chases where they follow us around now of course this is a more scripted pseudo ai kind of thing but who knows maybe maybe we're gonna head in that direction a little bit so cop chases very very cool um there is a uh, way to skip the brain dance tutorials, which is nice. You can do that as well. Uh, let's get into another one of the things that I think is absolutely awesome. So remember the iguana that you see in a certain someone's fancy apartment building, which I think is one of the best modeled things in the entire in the entire game. Now, let's go into the details here a little bit. Having actual animals in the world is not something that you see very often. There's the cat that they added in a few patches ago. And um, this is a callback to uh, Blade Runner. And um, do robots dream of electric sheep or whatever the, the name of, of the book was that influenced Blade Runner. This concept that in this dark future, animals are almost extinct. You don't actually see them. And for somebody to actually own a real, organically grown and, I don't know, replicated isn't the right word, uh, <laughs> like sexually reproduced animal, like natural animal, is very, very rare. Well, there's another, there's another pet here. It's not just a cat. There's a pet iguana that you can get. And this was posted on YouTube by a YouTuber named Punish, who uh, demonstrated that you can actually own an iguana, and it's a little bit tricky here. So if you search Punish Cyberpunk 2077, you'll, you'll find the video on YouTube if you want to check out the actual footage. But uh, he demonstrates that in order to unlock the iguana, you have to first retrieve the egg from Uranobu's man, I need, uh, I need Captain Logan here to do all the pronunciation of the Japanese names. Uh, from uh, his penthouse during the heist mission, there's an egg in the penthouse now. So you have to retrieve the egg. You have to collect that. And um, the once the playing for time mission is completed, the egg must be placed in V's main apartment. You go back to your main apartment and put it in a bowl 
in your apartment. And then you have to wait about one to two months in actual game time. And eventually it will hatch. I don't know how he figured this out or how somebody figured it out and then he made a video about it, but this is a thing. And then once the egg hatches, it turns into an iguana. Like an iguana comes out or one day you'll just come back to your apartment and there will be an iguana there instead of the egg. And you'll be able to pet the iguana. It's it's your pet. It lives in your apartment. And it is now a thing. It is your pet, which is so super cool because, it, uh, as I said, it is one of the best looking models. Like the detail on the iguana is amazing. And the fact that you only get to see it like once in the game is kind of a bummer. But to be able to go back and actually interact with this creature is really, really cool. So I think that's one of the best things, but it, it's still not the best thing. So definitely stay tuned. So the next Easter egg we have is a callback to another movie. And this is one I haven't seen, uh, the movie Chappie. It's a 2015 film by uh, the director of D District 9 and Elysium, uh, Neil Blomkamp. And there's a little robot that's taught to sing and dance. And there's a way to discover a robot in the game. And um, you can <laughs> you can discover a robot in the game. It's an Arisaka RMK2. And this also comes from a YouTuber. Oh, I'm sorry. No, this one actually comes from a Redditor, Prophet of Duality, who posted this online. And um, this robot is sitting deactivated in a canal near, near uh, Kabuki. And you can go repair it. And once you fix it up, the robot will start dancing and air drumming, and it moves in a way very similar to the robot from the movie, which is probably a reference. Um, it's kind of cute. It kind of, you know, kind of cool, but this was added in. This wasn't something that was there beforehand. So another cool little reference. Um, also, we have uh, some other little details here. Like, for example, there is a box along one of the highways and i don't know exactly what highway this is because the uh the article i found on this from thegamer.com notes that this was posted again from a redditor who just posted a a short little clip and they don't note what what highway this is this is one of the roads it's in one of the i don't know kind of side areas near some some of these buildings it's hard to tell from the clip but there's let me get to the point here there's a button along one of the street lamps and when you hit the button it turns off the lights and it says don't press me after dark now why there would be a button next to some of the lamps and like one of the walkways that says don't press me after dark that actually turns off a bunch of the streetlights and it, it's like an entire block of the city goes dark it's, it's kind of hilarious it's almost like one of the programmers was like you know what this wouldn't be hard to do why don't we just set this up real real fast and just put a thing here and just see if anybody finds it um it's kind of funny though that like you can actually do that you can just make part of the city go dark uh, it doesn't turn off for example some of the the lights in some of the buildings but a significant portion of the city does go dark so if you happen to find that and can tell me the intersection that is at, then that would be really cool because I don't know exactly where this is. I can tell you that 
there are some uh, some of those bent uh, metallic overpass things that go over the highway. It looks like it's, I don't know, a two lane, two lane highway. And there's a bunch of those like um, signs, the like two, two signs hanging down from those bent overpass things with like advertisements. Um, and, and it's, it's right at a, a cross section where there is a, a sloped road that kind of comes down into the cross section. I don't know. It's hard to describe this stuff on a podcast, but that's, that's about where it is. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's that one. Uh, let's get into some others here. Um, there is, uh, <laughs> in the combat, which has been revamped. So now you can throw knives, you can return the knives. This is pretty cool because people have been playing with this a lot and the enemies, like we mentioned before, are smarter and more interesting. Well, if you try to use this against enemies with katanas, they have the ability now to deflect and dodge the thrown knives. So we knew that some enemies would be able to dodge them, but the, the katana enemies can actually deflect the thrown knives. So that's cool. I didn't realize that that would be a thing. Um, this is also cool. Sometimes in the game you fight combat droids, robots. And I don't remember this being a feature, but in games like, for example, Fallout, where you fight robots, as they take damage, different parts of their body, depending on what parts of their body you hit, can actually fly off. So in, in something like Vats, you can target their arms, and if they take enough damage on their arms, then the arm will break, or the arm will actually fall off. Um, and actual <laughs> people, you can do the same thing. You can actually blow their arms off, and and they'll die and th those kinds of things. And even if you're not in VATS, which is like the slow-mo or the pause feature, depending on the game, you can do this. But even in just real motion, if you happen to hit their arms, the arms will break or their legs will come off and they'll start crawling. But there's a, uh, a post here from Stanny491 on Reddit who shows that combat droids can actually lose their limbs and their heads. And the uh, video that they posted shows that Actually, the first thing they take off is the robot's head and the robot continues to fight, which is interesting to me from a lore perspective because it shows that the head doesn't contain the processing, like the main processing unit of the robot, which makes a lot of sense. Why put the main processing unit of the robot on a part of the robot that's more likely to be damaged? Uh, you think, you know, human evolution might have figured that out, but I guess it didn't. Um, so the processing unit would make more sense in the chest because it's a much larger area to protect than on something like a head, which you could easily break off. So the head is contains things like sensors and things like that. But the robot continues to try to fight after the head comes off and then he targets an arm and the arm comes off. But the robot continues to fight until it takes more damage and then falls apart, which is cool. I'm sure some of you guys have run into this because a lot of you have been playing for the last week and if you've been fighting robots, but I don't remember this being a feature either until more recently. This is cool from a lore perspective because it shows us a little bit more about the way these robots would have been designed. But it's also cool from a just a feature perspective because this takes a lot more game design like this is is a is a real change to the way these things were engineered and AI like the AI behind it the actual work behind how these things function because they have to function missing a limb 
there's a lot more code that's involved with, okay, now the arm falls off. How does it continue to move? What does it continue to do? How does it continue to fight if it doesn't hold a weapon in one hand? There's a lot more going on there. So this one I think is actually a really cool feature. All right, so we've got another one here about robots to to cover, but real quick, I've got to go thank our patrons. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this is where we get to thank our patrons, all 18 of you guys for helping to support the show. And thank you so very much. I know that T-shirts have been sent out because I saw some pictures on the Robots Radio Discord and I've heard that they they look really, really good up close. I know it's always fun to see pictures, but it's also cool to see reports of how they, they actually look up close. So I hope you guys are enjoying those for our tier four and higher patrons. Um but a big thanks to you guys. If we've done anything to help you get through your workday or be excited about cyberpunk and all of the other cyberpunk things out there, then do take some time. If, if you've got some extra cash laying around or if you really do enjoy the show to check out patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast, get some ad free episodes, get some T-shirts, get some, you know, heck, join us on future episodes of the show, which, by the way, is coming up. The patron chat will be this Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We will be talking about the movie that influenced Blade Runner from the 1920s. This movie was ahead of its time. It's called Metropolis. You can watch it on YouTube. It is super interesting for a movie from the 1920s. The cinematography in this thing is phenomenal. You don't think about 1920s movies being this ahead of its time. Actual cyborgs and skylines of just skyscrapers in the 1920s. This movie is intense. So we're going to be discussing that this weekend and how this may have shaped cyberpunk itself from a century ago, a hundred years ago. That's just nuts. Anyway, if you'd like to join us, that is coming up this weekend. You still have time to sign up. And uh, just big thanks to everybody who helps support the show. This is part of what I do for a living, and it really does help me out. So that's that's all I got for the middle of this episode. Also, if you'd like to help out the show and leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or leave us a rating on Spotify, that would be a huge help as well. All right, guys, let's move on with the rest of the show because we've got so many more fun things to talk about. Here we go. All right. So before the break, I teased another little robot secret that shows up. Turns out that if you buy the apartment on North Side and you check out your neighbors, that there's a uh, a couple, a pair 
of robot neighbors <laughs> that live next to you. This is really cool. So, I mean, there's AIs in the game, but AI robot neighbors? I did not expect this. Uh, there's a picture that's posted on Reddit from somebody passing by who has a picture of both of these ro robots sitting in plastic chairs on a table with, and this is, this is odd, they're playing cards. One of them is, actually both of them are smoking cigarettes, which is weird. What are they even breathing the cigarettes with? But it's funny, I'm sure this is a reference to something. And there are like uh, Chinese takeout boxes open on the table and they're playing cards. Like some old couple that's just like hanging out <laughs> next door. This is hilarious. Uh, so if, yeah, if you're on on the north side, if you get the apartment, go check out your neighbors. You've got you've got two robot friends next door. So yeah, go check that out. Also, um, let's go back to talking about some of these uh, random events that can occur. This one was posted um, both on Reddit, but it was also noted by one of our um, one of our <laughs> robots radio Discord friends, uh, Ben Songt. T3, I think, is the full way to pronounce your name, Ben, um, posted a, a little video about this. A, uh, there is an event that can occur where a random event will, will happen in the game where a NPC will get car bombed. And you'll know that this is about to happen because you will try to get in a car. And this was noted exactly the same way in a Reddit post by uh, Bim dash miniman where in fact both cases both ben and uh bim ben and bim noted that they couldn't interact with the car and that seemed weird at first and when they gave it a second somebody runs up and they bomb the car and the car explodes and it's like that's the telltale sign that like something's gonna happen there's a reason why you can't interact with the car and this is just like Hey, there's something that's about that about to happen. Car bombs about to go off. So I have a feeling this is probably something that some of you guys have run into also in the game. So this is the other kind of random event that I'm going to note on this episode. If you've come across other random events other than just the cop chase and the car bombing that are kind of in this area, this kind of category, let me know. I haven't seen anything other than these two. And I have a feeling there's probably other stuff out there. Um, I mean, the other thing that's close to this, and this was noted in the uh, in the demo they showed us because somebody actually went unconscious when they ran into another one of the cars. But the drivers of cars actually can die from impacts and from car crashes like they can actually not just pass out, but like drivers and cars can be killed from car crashes. So that's that's another thing that's actually able to happen in the game, which is, again, cool. Like, it makes the world more realistic. Like, you gotta be careful if you're driving your car. Cars are dangerous. So that it doesn't really fit this category of, like, pre-scripted events in the world, but it does kind of match this whole, like, things that happen out in the world with vehicles and and whatever. So if you come across something like that, please let me know. I'd love to hear about it. So this is another little detail that I think is really cool. It makes the world feel more lived in. It makes the NPCs feel like real people. 
and it matches the whole Blade Runner aesthetic. You know, if it's raining out, wouldn't you have an umbrella? I mean, in Florida, a lot of people don't have umbrellas when it rains out, especially in the summer, because there's so much lightning and you don't want to have like a metal stick above your head when there's a bunch of lightning. But yes, in most places where there are, you know, when you're not the lightning capital of the world. Yeah, you've, you've got an umbrella. And this is one of those things that a lot of people have noted. Uh, Pablo397 posted a picture on Reddit of NPCs walking around with umbrellas. Add it to the game. Makes sense. People wouldn't just be walking around without umbrellas. And now that's a thing. So good job, Cyberpunk 2077. Good job, CDPR. People use umbrellas now. Great. Also, when driving around, the other thing that used to happen in the game is that you would run into things, right? And you'd expect physics to work. And most of the time they worked okay. Well, with this patch, garbage has been updated. Yes, garbage. It used to be that when you would drive over garbage, remember this? You'd hit like bags of garbage in some of these back alleys and things where the garbage was all piled up. And it would like poof and then sink into the ground and like disappear. Remember that? And I was like, what? what? That doesn't make any sense. Well, now the garbage bags actually like move. They like kick around and roll and stuff. And I'm sure some of you are going, oh, yeah, that is a thing. It did used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing now. That actually happens. Like pay attention to that. Like go full speed down one of these back alleys and just barrel through a bunch of garbage and just watch it go flying much better. Like I love the physics in games and I love when it actually makes sense. Yeah. You can go kick a bunch of garbage around, try knocking a bunch of garbage into, into like, I don't know, scavs and see, see if you can hit them in the face with garbage. I haven't tried that. Actually, that's a fun idea. Maybe I should go try that. I wonder if the physics will actually knock over the scavs. That would be really cool. Like garbage bowl, scav bowling. Oh man. Scav bowling. I wonder if there's like the perfect alleyway where a bunch of scavs spawn and you could just play scav bowling. Somebody needs to mod that into the game. Scav bowling. Let me know if you are a modder and you listen to this podcast and we can do scav bowling. That would be amazing. All right, here we are. I have a feeling this is not going to be that long of an episode, but it's got a lot of fun stuff in it. And we're almost at the end. We're almost at the end. Two more. We're going to get to my favorite one very soon. Second to last. The police reacting to shooting has changed. And this one's really cool. This one was posted again. This is another one from Reddit. This was posted by Napper 102 who tested this out. Now, we know that civilians react differently to you being aggressive and doing different things. And in a video that Napper posted, he runs up to a bunch of civilians. He pulls out his gun and one of the civilians in the crowd pulls out a gun in response. Right. Some of the people run away. Some of the people cower. One person pulls out a gun, gun in response and starts shooting at V. But V doesn't shoot back. V runs away. But this gets the attention of the cops on the other side of the road and the cops respond intelligently at the person shooting because V, although V had the gun out, 
didn't shoot may have done something wrong in intimidating the other person and threatening them, but didn't actually do any of the shooting. So the cops go after the civilian who's doing the shooting, take that guy out. (laughs) That guy gets shot, drops on the ground, and then the cops put their guns away and casually walk back across the road. And so this is this is interesting again a new update to the ai and v puts the gun away and walks away like nothing happened um but it just goes to show that like you know like i i believe if i mean first of all this couldn't have happened pre patch 1.5 but in a scenario where it could have happened chances are the cops would have just gone after v and just been like well you know the only target for the cops would have been you because the cops in no way could have targeted the civilians. But now the cops are more intelligent. So cool stuff. All right, down to my favorite update. And this is just a little detail, but I think it's probably the best thing. And you probably saw me post it on Twitter. If you're not following my Twitter account, you might be missing out on some stuff. My, like there's the Cyberpunk Twitter account, but I've got like tons of Twitter accounts because of all the different lore casts that I do. So most of my quick posts about just cool stuff goes to my personal Twitter account, the robots underscore radio Twitter account. So at robots underscore radio. So if you want to follow me there, that's where most of my stuff is going to go. But this was also seen in the world. Our good buddy, Jackie never gets his real, his real dues. You know, we miss him. He's a good guy. Well, now you can actually get a Jackie Wells, his drink. And I'm not just talking like order it from the bar. Like you can actually get the item and put it in your inventory. It's here. It's it's a legitimate drink that you can get. You can carry it with you. And it's like the glass with the pink coloring in the drink, a little slice. It looks like a little slice of lemon. Um, it, it, it even has stats. It says uh, it's a common. It's not even. It's not even uncommon. It's just a common drink. It it has a thirty second duration. It reduces movement <laughs> by ten percent. Uh, it reduces weapon accuracy by fifty percent. <laughs> this is it, and um, it says a shot of vodka, lime juice, ginger beer, and most importantly, a splash of love. Here's to you, Jackie Wells. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys are having a lot of fun in the game. I will see you again very soon on Saturday night. And uh, this show will be up again on our regular nights if you don't join us live. But you can always tune in on the Robots Radio YouTube channel or on our Twitch channel live on Saturday night. If you'd like to watch uh, me and our patrons talking about a crazy movie from a hundred years ago. All right, guys, have a wonderful rest of your week. Stay safe in night city and uh, maybe pour yourself a Jackie Wells. If you're old enough to drink and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye everyone. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. 
If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping.